I am happy, oh so happy, I am happy and happy galore. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, animals of all kind, ladies and gentlemen, your boy Tune is officially live in the fucking building. What the fuck is up, guys? What the fuck is up? Wow. What? Yeah, yeah, what's up? Well, hey, Sierra, first off, I said your name already. I will let y'all introduce yourselves. Go ahead. What up, y'all? It's your girl, Sierra Danielle. It's your boy, Famous Phillips, and Tara taking out the trash. And Tara taking... Hey, what the fuck Why is, is Tara up? taking out the trash? No, Tara's not... First off, don't get it twisted. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, animals of all colors, the podcast. Tara never, ever, ever, ever takes out the trash. But she is doing some things right now around the house. I always take out the trash. We've been in this place about a year. She's only taking it out like once or twice. But that's neither here nor there. We have bigger things to discuss. We have a lot to get to on this podcast. Calvin got this slick ass smirk on his face because he just yeah, I know. He, yo, I know where you're he, going with this. Because he already knows. People thought I was just gonna come on here and bullshit. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, I'm not doing that. What do we do first and foremost? For those that don't know, you've been living under a rock. You don't give a fuck. But your boy Tune is excited as fuck. You know I what know. I'm saying? Tell him Ex- why you're excited, Nick. Excuse the language here, but we, we, my team, the New England Patriots, okay, just let go of Captain America and picked up goddamn Superman. Man, clap it up for Cam Newton, man. Goddamn, man, let's clap it up for Superman, man. Let's clap it up for number one, baby. Hey, right. listen, <laughs> I'm not playing with none of y'all niggas today. I promise you, niggas not about to come on here and bullshit. I'm ready to buy. I'm ready to go. But we are going to spend some time on this nigga Cameron Newton, okay? Cameron, I don't know what the hell his middle name is. But Cameron. Want me to look it up? You can't look up his middle name. First and foremost. Jarrell or something. Jarrell Newton. If you cannot tell by the excitement and you just can't decipher through what I just was excited about. The New England Patriots have signed Cam Newton. Cameron Jarrell Newton. Cameron Jarrell KJN. All right. We just going to call him CJN. KJN? I mean, CJN. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. God damn, I'm so excited. Um, Cameron Newton is a New England Patriot. One year deal, $7 million. QB1 for the New England Patriots, predecessor to Tom Brady. I, what else do you want me to say? Calvin Phillips, Sierra Danielle. What's up? Uh, Happy for him. Yeah, I'm happy for him though. I'm happy for him. He deserved it. I know he felt I know he felt really like betrayed by the last team, didn't he? Did he say he it was like a video that came out where he was like they quit on me and they like he was hurt. They gave up on me. It's they gave up said. on me. They gave up on me. And guess who didn't give up on God done. <laughs> hey, Cal. Hey, see, see, y'all. It's a reason why Cal, y'all. I, I wish y'all see Calvin's face because it's a reason why y'all haven't y'all y'all not hearing him right now because he's quiet. What's Listen, up? I'm not I'm not too much worried about Cam Newton's against us. Okay, we we gonna handle Cam. Who is who is us for the listeners that don't know? The Baltimore Ravens. We okay. you already know. Okay. We you know how we get down, okay. but. Okay. I think it would be very interesting to see him play in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think the AFC is the tougher conference. The um, AFC South. When I'm saying the AFC in general, like just the entire the division, a, you, a, the you, AFC. You think the AFC is tougher than the NFC? Yeah. 
Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so, because I think the, I think the defenses hit harder on the AFC side of things than the NFC side. Okay. Okay. And um, I I would be very interested to see what happens. I think y'all still will make the playoffs even with Cam Newton. Um, but I don't want people to think this is like Cam's breakout year. Like, I, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think you're going to see a transformed Cam Newton. I think he's going to play well. I think the Patriots might win nine to ten games and they'll make the playoffs. Well, um, you guys, I am just super elated. Uh, if I could just give you a brief synopsis and we'll move on. Uh, you know, when you receive transformational information in your life, you always remember where you were at. All right. Just like rest in peace. God rest his soul. Kobe Bryant. You all know where you were at when you found out Kobe passed. You guys all know where you were at when Nipsey passed. You guys, you guys all know where you were at when you found out Dorona done touched the States. You all know where you was at. I'll never forget where I was at when I found out Cam Newton was in the England Patriot. I took a look at my phone. I had a message. You posted. What did you post on Instagram? As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, he knows. I got a message and I said I have to validate this it took me about 30 45 seconds to validate this and I don't ran out the house I ran out the house I ran out I said this can't be true this can't be true and again for those that don't understand my excitement level about this sue me I'm rooting for everybody black all right and New England has a black quarterback and I have every reason to root for that I am off of that subject. He may come up again. Cameron, Jarrell, Newton, shout out to you, man. Appreciate the love. Can't wait to see you ball out in New England. Sierra Danielle, how was your freaking weekend, man? How was the weekend? My weekend was pretty good. Um, I went to my brother's. Uh, my brother, One of my older brothers just got a house. And so we went to his house, me and my younger brother, and our nephews met for the first time. Um, so they were birth, birth, they were both born, um, in May, like two weeks apart. And so with everything that's been going on, we've been kind of waiting for them to kind of get older to kind of bring them around a whole bunch of people. So I spent a lot of time with family this past weekend. My grandparents went and checked on them, got to see my brother in the new house and my nieces and my nephew, my new nephew. And yeah, he's just a cute little chocolate drop. Nice man. That's what's up. And I started school on Sunday. You started or you start? I started school started. on Sunday. Okay, mm-hmm. that was the first day. You know, it's a lot. One of my classes that I have is an accounting class. Okay. And it's just a, talking about accounting in the back ends of the different types of, different types of businesses. And then I have a personal finance class. But this accounting class is Mike. a lot of reading. Might kick your ass a little bit. A lot. Okay. okay. He did say that in the syllabus, though. He said the first few weeks are pretty you know, heavy on the assignments. You know, I really appreciate this podcast because we are a millennial based podcast that talk about, you know, dealing with the nine to fives and then dealing with our five to nines. And I really and everything that. in between and everything in between. And I really appreciate the fact that we can all come on here and have other things that are going on and discuss the trials and tribulations and work through that. And the listeners can work that through that with us as well. So I really love that about us. But uh, famous bro. What's up, man? I feel like it was good. I feel like I ain't seen you in a couple weeks, man. What's popping? It's not been a couple weeks. I know. I know you that. What's up, man? How was your weekend? Good, man. I um, I saw the wedding. Shout out to Koi and Brittany. They just got married. Um, it was a quarantine wedding, so this is like 
third quarantine wedding I've shot so far. Okay. All good, right? good vibes and good spirits, though. Okay. I, right? Listen, I'm, I've been working, okay? <laughs> working. Did you, so did you wear a mask? I, w- I had to wear a mask the entire wedding. It was the most difficult thing I've ever done, really? um, honestly. Yeah. Really? Okay. Did you have any extra shooters with you? Yeah, yeah. Me and Rico. Shout out to Rico. He was okay. with me. Okay. We um we did that and that was in Raleigh. So I was in Raleigh okay. this past weekend. And then I um came back. Uh I got a promotion. I don't know if I told y'all that. But up for the promotion, man. One yeah. for the promotion. Because of that, I have to go back full time at work, which means I gotta work some Sundays. Oh man. So that's but, a little bit that's a little bit of a trashy uh situation. But gonna RTO every fucking Sunday mm-hmm. until I can't. RTO anymore So yeah That's yeah. pretty much What I'm gonna do But I mean other than that Everything else has been Gravy Um I got my My mask in the mail Hey Come work out Yes sir Yes sir yeah, Y'all know something About that right there You're gonna sound like See look You run like Darth Vader sound like, You sound like Darth Vader So I had a mask Right Or I have a mask And my lady And my mother are so concerned about me when I wear my mask, when I be running. Cause my lady hears me when I run, she said I sound like Darth Vader when I be running. She said I my, my breathing just sounds so crazy. But I tell her, when you wear the mask, Calvin, it's supposed to enhance the lungs. So that way, when you don't wear the mask, you can, that you know, what was a struggle with you before can be easy weight moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the- I'm excited to wear it. I'm wearing it tomorrow. Uh, just to let y'all know, Gold's Gym sent me an email saying they open in tomorrow. And so I'll be there bright and early <laughs> Yo, with my mask on. <laughs> be careful. First off, first and foremost, I want to say shout out to everybody in the midst of staying safe in the midst of a corona. All right. Because we talking all this noise and we are still in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, still. Brother, brother, man, be safe. Go. Brett. Go to Golds cautiously. I'm going to be straight, dog. The thing is, the thing is, too, this is how I look at it, right? I potentially could have gotten Corona from anywhere at this Anybody, point. At, right. a wedding, That's at a work. And it's fact. like, as long as I keep my social distancing and stay clean at the gym, I'll be able to get my workout in. That's a fact. And bro, I miss the gym. I miss yeah. the gym. So I got to go. I'm not going to lie, too. I, I, I do, too. Uh, I really didn't do a whole lot this past weekend. Um, we talked about it last podcast. It was a good friend of ours, Mama E. It was her birthday. We did a little slight thing for her. Uh, and, oh, one thing I did this weekend is, have you guys ever been to Ikea? Uh, yeah. Yeah, been to Ikea. Not in Charlotte, but I have been to an Ikea store before. Yeah, been to Ikea. So shout out to that. Uh, as you guys all know, my sister has graduated. We clapped it up and gassed her up a few weeks ago. Uh, she's moving to Maryland. So we ended up going to Ikea. Oh, Really? Yeah, she moved to Maryland. She's uh, going to grad school up there. So um, we ended up going to Ikea to purchase uh, a few items for her apartment that she's going to be living in up there. And uh, Ikea was out. So I pulled up on set. So if you've never been to Ikea, it's this massive warehouse-looking type building. Ikea in big yellow yellers, yellow letters. <laughs> you been drinking? <laughs> no, no, no. Big yellow letters, uh, big blue building. Uh, and you basically just walk through this maze of amazing uh, furniture items. That's pretty much what it is. And really low-key prices. So you think you're going there and spend like a whole lot. So, Calvin, I know you actually have a home. It, yeah. it, it, it may be, uh, you know, it 
may be worth a few hours you and uh, the old lady going there and just kind of take a browse at a few things. Cause I feel like it would spend too much money. But bro, it's it, it, the prices aren't really that bad though. Like I'm gonna keep it hot with you. They not like, like they're not crazy. Like they're literally like low key cheaper than Wayfair if you've ever bought off a of Wayfair. I'm giving a Wayfair plug, but that's the end of there. Uh, we are talking a lot. I know I spent a lot on the Cam Newton thing at the beginning. Any pop culture related news that we're not going to touch upon on the podcast? Anything that you guys know off the top of your head? Uh, Summer Walker and Snow Allegra are dropping a, a album bump, on the bump, same day. Bump, 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 bump. And I cannot wait. All right, let's take best right now. Let's take best right now. Who has the better album, Snow or Summer? Oh, but they're two different vibes, though. Nope, nope, nope. It don't matter. It don't matter. Who has the better album? It does I'm not still, matter. I'm still taking Summer. Wow. wow! I think Snow Allegra, Snow Allegra is going to be a vibe though, but I think Summer she's got the better production, and that's what's going to put her over the top. I've got a hundred dollars on Snow right now. Who talking? Who fucking with me? Huh? Who fucking? With I'm kind of leaning towards with you, Nick. The who? Fu- that, thank you. Thank you. I kind of. Somebody you. asked me a question. Since we're talking about pop culture, somebody asked me this question. We had a debate about it. Who is the better vocalist? Her. Or Summer Walker. Thank you. That's what I said. That's what I said. They swore up and down that Summer Walker was the better vocalist than her. Summer Walker is not licking the bottom of her feet. That's that, and that's a fact, Jack. She's just raw talent. She doesn't have the vocal capability and training as her, and she's been doing it longer. Here's the thing, Summer Walker. You have to produce her. Like you have to produce Summer Walker. Her, you 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 put her wherever. And she goes. That's the thing with her. Like, you don't have to do anything with her. You can put her on an island, in a studio, in a closet. It doesn't matter. She's going to go. Somewhere you have to coach up a little bit to get her to get to that moment. So 100,000% her. Uh, But if you're going to ask me, Summer and Snow dropping on the same day, who am I going to listen to first? 100% Snow. I'm going to give Summer a chance. But I think Snow's got the edge. Uh, Did you guys listen to Coley and Halley's album? I did. I liked it. Okay. Uh, that's what's up. Uh, I will be dropping a playlist uh, the summer that wasn't. Uh, it will be coming out on Friday. I like the, the cover art. Yeah. Who, who did that? Or did I, you? I did that. I did that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. I did that. Uh, but yeah, the summer that wasn't is coming out uh, Friday. Uh, Apple, Spotify, and Tidal. So it's going to be on more platforms than just Apple Music this time. So that'll be fun. Uh, just give you guys a couple of vibes that, oh, well, we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. Uh, let's get into the gas us, man. Sierra Danielle, who you want to guess up? You know, I really, really thought long and hard about this. And I don't know who I want to gas up. So I'm going to gas up Cancers because it's our season now. <laughs> it's Cancer season. And, you know, I'm just really, I'm, I'm genuinely excited for my birthday because I have been needing a vacation from work for the longest. And I'm just so excited to see what uh, Mabu has planned for me. I have no idea. I just know that the weekend is planned and what outfits to bring. And his friends are throwing me a huge party. In the, and in the, wait, wait, in the, middle, in the middle of Corona? Yeah, it's not going to be huge, but it's at their house. You said a huge party. What? When I say huge, I mean that. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Listen. When I say huge, when I say huge, when I say say huge, I mean they're making a really big deal out of my birthday. 
Like they got flyers. They have like a, they. E-bikes. Why do you need a flyer like for that? a very small thing? They because they sent it to me. It's like a welcome back. Y'all niggas, like welcome y'all back niggas got Corona there. No, no, we there. don't. No, we don't. But wait, um, how many, wait, wait, how many more days do we have to see your podcast? I mean, to your podcast, to your birthday, here. My birthday is July seventeenth, so oh, sixteen so we days. Two, okay. Yeah, sixteen okay. days. All right, respect, yeah. respect. Shout yeah. out to the countdown. Uh, famous man, who you want to guess up, brother? Um, I'm guessing on my boy Jr. Smith. He just got signed with the Lakers today. <laughs> Shout out you know to what? Jr. You know what? You know what? I like the Vibes Calvin is on today. You know what? I, ever since Calvin got on this Zoom, I love the energy this nigga is on right now. I can't. I love it. Keep going, brother. I just, I love to see a black man get a job. And Jr. Smith is one of the most entertaining individuals to watch on the court. So um, hopefully he helps them win, a, win another chip, you know? Sierra, do you find Jr. Smith attractive? To an extent, yes, I do. To an extent, yes, you do. You do. You. I feel like. Him. I feel like. Yeah, I, he's attractive, and I feel like his demeanor makes him more attractive to me. Okay. All right. Very interesting. <laughs> very, very, I was just. I was just curious if you would. Um, your boy Tune uh, will gas up a coworker of mine. Her name is Catherine. Uh, she is just a dope ass person, and I just want to shout her out and gas her up. She's kicking ass at job. Uh, at her job, and we just left uh, eating out at La Hacienda, the Mexican restaurant here, and uh, it was pretty. Dope. You went to a restaurant? Well, uh, take out, pick up, but you know, <laughs> had conversation outside of you know what I'm saying all that shit. So, but yeah, so shout out to Catherine. She probably will never ever hear this because she doesn't listen to the podcast, but it doesn't matter. But uh, <laughs> we do that every single week here on the Pushing Star Podcast, man. Let's get right to it. Sierra Danielle, ladies first. Ooh, ladies first, ladies first. Yeah, yeah. That, that was terrible. That was. It was. That was horrible. You like that said it bad. after, like your yes came through after I was done. That was horrible. That was horrible. We're working through it. Yikes! 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 Well, guys, what up, everybody? It is your girl Sierra Danielle, and if you missed the whole intro, this is ladies first. Um, I'm going to talk about something that has went viral within the past few days. A love triangle between Will Smith, Jada Pinky Smith, and August Alcina. Now, August Alcina has been on the low for like a really long time. He's been like under the radar. Um, he just, he's, I think he's either about to release some new music or he just did release some new music. But he recently came out and spoke on his relationship with Jada. He was in an interview and for years, people had been, you know, rumors had been floating around that there was a romantic relationship between him and Jada. And, you know, nobody really spoke out about it, but he felt that now was a good time to speak out about it because he was, you know, he, oh, in, his, in the interview, he said he had to stay 10 toes down and be authentic and speak his truth. So some of the things, that's my brother, y'all. Pause one second. He didn't know I was recording. Um, what did I? What was the last thing I said? Um, you were uh, shit. Who knows? All right. Well, yep. so um, August Alcina had an interview um, where he spoke out about his relationship with Jada. He felt he said, and I quote, "You know, I have to say ten toes down and be remain true and speak my truth." And for a very long time, a lot of people had speculations about the relationship between August, Jada, and Will, and just you know. So there's a couple of quotes that I want to point out 
from the interview. And I want to get you guys' take. I want to get you guys' take on it. Like, do you guys believe that there is a sexual romantic affair going on between August and Jada? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He said that he sat down with Will Smith and had a conversation with him. And basically, Will Smith gave him his blessing. Lies. You think that's a lie? Lies. Cal, do you think that's a lie? Bullshit or bingo? Let's say bingo. Mm. Okay. Um, he said, August said, um, I truly deeply loved her. I gave my full self to it, devoted my full self to it. I could die right now and be okay knowing that I truly gave myself to somebody. Do you think that there was a little bit something more than just friendship going on with that statement? Bullshit. Bingo. <laughs> now I will say this: Jada also ha- made a comment on her own red table talk with her Will and her mother, and said, "I don't care if you're on the other side of the house with somebody, and I'm on this side of the house with somebody, but we gonna be in this together." <laughs> Do you really believe that Will and Jada have an open marriage? Bingo. Uh, Alex, this is tuned for 500 uh, bullshit. <laughs> you think that's bullshit? Yep. Uh, I don't think they've so. Been, they've been fucking other people this entire man. Also, also, August Alcina released a song where a lot of people, this is where a lot of the speculation came from because he released a song with a lot of lyrics that was basically talking about how, you know, he gave himself to this woman yeah. and... In the video, the promo video, it's like a text thread. And he's talking to this girl and he's like the lyrics he's singing are what he's texting to her. And he uses a Jada Pinkett Smith gif, like we're talking to the girl in the text message. Like he's been throwing subliminals, like, you know, people that, oh, he's talking about Jada in the song. He's very heartbroken. And you can tell in the interview that he is, you know, really distraught about his relationship ending with Jada because he said he, chose to like you know walk away because he couldn't he didn't feel like that relationship was holding a space to, for him to be his true authentic self and ha- be his self without having to compromise how what he wanted and things like that i think that there was an open relationship but he actually wanted her all to himself and did not want will in the picture at that point it's just like you know you knew what you signed up for but a lot of people are questioning Jada's intentions. Like you knew where he was when you met him because he speaks very highly of Jada and Will about the, how they helped him mature and grow as a man. So a lot of people are giving her backlash because they're like, you knew where he was and you wanted to heal him. And, you know, you know, you love a project and you wanted to heal him. And in the process, feelings got involved and now his feelings are hurt. This is why I love the two of you guys on the podcast. I really do. Sierra Danielle, Calvin Phillips, I could not have picked two better co-hosts on the planet other than the two of you. Because you guys are you guys are amazing. You guys are the best ever. <laughs> now, now I say that. I say it. I know y'all about to come at me with the most malarkey bullshit I've never heard on this pla- on this side of the sun about this situation. Because you know it's true. August Alcina is fucking lying, guys. Like, he is fucking lying. Like, listen. Very- what does it serve him to lie? No, no, okay. Fair. What does it say? Well, uh, the, 
the fact that we're having a conversation on this fucking podcast right now, that's what it serves him to lie. It serves him to lie because one, you just dropped an album. Who's heard it? Nobody. That's number one. Number two, number two, the fact that we're even having a discussion on this podcast about an August Alcina triangle love triangle with Jada and Will Smith. I mean, that sounds spicy as fuck. I mean, it sounds spicy, dicey around the ticey. Okay. Whoa. But, <laughs> all right. But but at the same time, if I'm gonna be serious here, um, I think that the conversation that was centered around Will saying, "Hey, I give August my blessing to be, uh, or, or or to what did he say? Have a love affair with my wife, or what? What, what was the quote, Sierra? He Will basically Smith, he like, sat yeah. down and gave him my blessing. That's what he said. That's yeah, what he said. Blessing. Like what the fuck is that? Excuse my language, but like what is that? That is literally me saying, you know what, baby girl. Go have dinner with Michael B. Jordan and let him bang your back out and come back to me and we'll be all right. That's what that is. That That's literally what that conversation sounds like. But if they have an open relationship, they're okay with it. Man. And and listen, I will say this. So I, I had, I've always been a big Will Smith fan, right? So I used to always look up like him and how his life was with Jada and this whole open relationship thing was not just a current conversation. This they've has been going always, on for years. Yeah, for years they've always had the conversation of like them are having they? an open marriage. Are they like swingers, etc.? Because remember, Jada and Jada's mother is very, very close with Will's ex-wife. Like they're like tight. It's not just like on some like oh, hey, you're here to see the kids. It's like, hey, girl, let's go grab something to eat together and shit like but that. But I don't think that that's weird. Mm, I feel like it's that's slightly healthy. weird. I think Ooh, that's healthy. I think that's pretty weird. I, because you married the nigga that I'm with, or the woman that I'm with, I guess, vice versa. What I'm saying is, at the end of the day, the way I look at it, I'm, <laughs> Jada and Will have had an open relationship as long as we've known. It we it just never got to the scale in which we could pinpoint a certain person who was in that open relationship, and now that we can, here we go. Because you, listen, now listen, it, it, it's just coming out to light. Because listen, back in the day, there was no way for us to know. Oh, Will and Jada are over here fucking Kim Kardashian. Like we don't, or, or or you know what I'm saying. We don't. We wouldn't know that information. But social media has a lot to do with this, okay? And even though August Alcina just dropped the album, shit has nothing to do with the fact that he had to say what he said. In because his the interview, interview, the interview was interview. old, I think. Yeah, the interview was whoa, old. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First off, shout out to Angela Yee, for real, for real, for conducting the interview. You did a beautiful job. You True. did an amazing job. Shout out to the interview. We're talking about it here on this podcast. But we're not going to sit here and act like the interview was a damn year old. The nigga did the interview last week, and we sitting here talking about like it's an old interview. Like that's not we're not gonna sit here and do that on the pot. We're not gonna sit here and do that. The thing this is what I'm saying. It does not matter. Because we know it's true. Why would you go and have an entire interview and not and then not be right? Wait, 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 hold on, wait, wait. Ask me that question again. Why would you do an entire interview and uh-huh. it not be true? Because nigga, you got an album coming out. That's why. Stop. You, got out, you, you, you go in an interview with a high profile interviewer. Again, shout out to Angela Yee. 
and you sit down and you know that the conversation that you pose will garner a lot of attraction, right? Especially now, had August only gone on there and talked about the album, we wouldn't, we wouldn't even know August is coming out with an album. We wouldn't even know that. He, he would have sat down with Angela Yee and, 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 and we, nobody would have known. It would have been 10 people that watched that interview. Right, but the fact that he brought in two heavyweight, you got Jada Pickett Smith, who has a high-profile show on Facebook, Red Table Talk. First off, Jada needs to go on Red Table Talk with herself. Okay, that's what she. That's what she needs to do. That's number one. Number two, we wouldn't be having this conversation about August had he not gone on there and dropped the bombshell allegation about Jada, who was a high-profile celebrity along with Will Smith being the most A-list of A-list people on the planet. So, like, that's why we're having that conversation. I, so, let me ask you guys this. Let me flip the script. Open relationships. How are we feeling about it? Hell uh, no. Hell no? You're not down? No. Fuck no. You're not down to share? Uh, fuck man. no. Wait, what's the, what's the, what's the issue? I What's the was, issue? You going to let another nigga blow your girl back out? We, that's not what we talking about. We talking that's about an open relationship. That's not what we talk. We talking about another a woman. But an open that, relationship. Slinging that sloppy toppy around that moppy woppy. That's what but, we talking about. But an open relationship consists of both sides. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, both sides. So let's get the definition of an open relationship. I'm glad you asked me because I got it right here. A marriage, a marriage or partnership in which both partners agree that each may have sexual relations with others. Not one-sided, because if it's one-sided and one person disagrees, that is cheating for the all the listeners. If your man wants to have sex with other girls and one does not tell you until you disagree that it's not an open relationship. He is cheating on you or vice versa. She is cheating on you, sir. Um, no, I cannot for multiple reasons. One, I'm not sharing no dick. That's nasty. That's you've that's, already that's, shared it. It's a difference with, <laughs> it's a difference with, I meet a guy. We're only messing with each other, and I'm not the first girl he's been with. And we're both clean. We ain't got to worry about nothing, da 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 But if I meet a dude... got tested. When the last time my nigga got tested, though? Are you talking about me? Yeah, when the last time my nigga got tested, though? We got tested together. Oh, okay. All right, respect. Yeah, I always do that. All right. You know, but, like, I always have those conversations because, you know, that's the mature thing to do. You know what I mean? But, like I was saying... When you are having sex with multiple people, multiple people, you really going to trust seven women to tell you everybody they fucking. I mean, or I, when I, they fuck I, somebody well, else. Well, 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 I'll say this. If we're at the point where we have discussed that we're going to have an open relationship and we're, and, I mean, we're honest about us doing that, I would assume that that's a big ass assumption that you're playing with your am, life. Am I? Am I though? Because yes. I, no, but that's a big. But, but it's already a big assumption that we're gonna like. I mean, like, we're ha- we're we're agreeing to an open relationship. But but to Calvin, you you and your girl say y'all want to have an open relationship. You go fuck seven bitches. You really gonna trust seven bitches to tell you? If they fucking other people, when they fuck other people, and be why does honest, that matter? 
I, I'm talking about the safety and the health and wellness of having an open relationship. You, you can still you can still have condoms. You can still get tested. Yeah, that's too much. You, me me you knowing know, who they had know sex talk- with, I don't really care what. But if I'm saying if they're having sex with multiple people as well, that's just a higher risk of you to get an STD. Listen, the, you could get a your risk at getting an STD at any point in time in your life. But it's higher when you're having sex with multiple people that right. are also but having life, sex with Life's people. about risk. No, that's a big ass so, risk. So. <laughs> that's a big ass risk. Shoot or shoot. Whatever. That's why I'm going to the gym tomorrow. I'm pray to God I'll be all right. Hey, whatever. I've been all right this long. But my second reason it is. Oh, go ahead, Nick. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My second reason is too, it's just like when I like somebody, I just cannot, I can't really get myself to mess around with other people because sex is really like intimate to me. I ain't never just had sex and didn't care okay, okay, about nothing. Goes, okay, okay, but this goes to my deeper question, Sierra, for, for, for you specifically. And then this goes to Calvin too. But Sierra, you specifically. You said when you have sex with someone, it's a very deep connection. You can you can't see yourself doing it with somebody else, right? Yeah. Even oh, if no. even if the terms of the relationship are we're just messing around because I have okay. to like you to some extent to mess around with you to begin okay. with. But I can't do that with multiple people at the same time. Okay, but Sierra, it, 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 here's my thing. And I mean, maybe it, it, uh, listeners, y'all can call me sexist. Y'all can do me whatever. I'm asking Sierra question. How do you distinct the cutoff from mm-hmm. when you go from one person to the next person in your sexual endeavors? Because if you've had sex with this individual, right? Mm-hmm. And you say that I'm committed to this person, right? I wouldn't necessarily. It's, you commitment is a strong word. Well, Let's okay, just say but, that. Okay, okay but uh, but I, I I guess I I guess help me out when I understand that if I'm having sex with somebody and it's you said it's hard for me to have do that with multiple to, people to, to do that with multiple people. Yeah. Where does the distinction lie? Where you cut it off with that person? And it's always well, next person. In my particular situation, it was always either we broke up. We just decided if, if it was just somebody I was messing around with, we just decided that we didn't want to do it anymore. Or it was just, I decided I didn't want to do it anymore. Or if it was somebody that I was just messing around with and I became interested in someone else, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Cause I actually like somebody like I would just cut it off. There isn't no, like, it's not awkward. It's just like, I don't want to do it anymore. Or I just, Hey, I like somebody. Calvin, have you ever been in an open relationship? Probably but, not open on both sides. Yeah, probably not on both sides. But I would say this. Am I opposed to open relationships now where I am? Yeah, I, like I wouldn't want to have an open relationship with my current relationship, right? However, I think that in the past, I could have avoided a lot of other issues had I just been in an open relationship. But at the same time, I think that, you know, whether they're in an open relationship or not, as long as it's consensual on both sides, as long as the communication is there, I think that you should be able to do what you want to do. So if you decide to want to have an open relationship, then by by all means, have an open relationship. Some people aren't ready to have just a one-on-one type thing. Because think about it like this. I always think about this now that I'm engaged, right? I'm getting married to a woman who, on if we have another quarantine like this, I have to literally spend every fucking day, every fucking hour, and every minute with that same woman, mm-hmm. right? There ain't no open relationship about it. It's just going to be what it is. And if I can't, like, I don't think earlier on in my life, I was able to be able to deal with that. Right. Mm -hmm. 
there are some people where you're like, yo, I like you for this reason specifically, but there's other needs that I need personally that I can't get from just one person. And that could have been, you know, that, that can be a preference. It could be, you could call it immature, you know, that you, you couldn't get the person that you want to adapt to those things. But I mean, if you're young enough or if you're in a position to be in an open relationship and you want to be in an open relationship, just be honest about it. Some, there are people out here that are completely okay with an open relationship. And there's some people who aren't. And so you can't, I think the thing that I hated on Twitter looking through all of this shit this last like two days is that you can't bash niggas that want to be in an open relationship. Like I literally okay, just cool. said that. Like, cool, you want to, you know, if you don't want to be in one, that's totally fine. Like, oh, you dumb as fuck if you in one. Like, maybe that shit works for them. Mm-hmm. Who, Who's to say that Will and Jada, if they did, if they do have an open relationship, that they would have been successful in their marriage if they didn't have an open relationship? Would you throw the alley-oop like they allegedly Will Smith did to August Alcina for your fiance? Would you throw the alley if, <laughs> if I was in an open relationship... It would depend on who the guy is. Wait, wait no, 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 no. Answer the question. Is it the, uh, uh, victim on the stand, okay? Where would you throw that out of you? Will said, hey, August, it's all yours, baby. When I'm when I'm gone shooting this movie. When I'm have gone, y'all seen the memes surrounding this thing? I, I have not. To be honest with you, it, ha- it has not really been on my timeline like that. To be to keep it honest with you, like I've seen it, I had to do some research on it earlier today, but it hasn't really been on my timeline like crazy for real, for real. Um, but Calvin, you said you would throw the alley to, to the but if, if I'm in an open relationship, because right. that means because that means Jada didn't send me some alleys. Mm, mm. Think about it if 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 Jada sent me Rihanna. On an alley. But, but she's not sending you Rihanna. Bro. Listen, she's I gotta not. take that. I gotta take that too. What you want me to do? You want me to da- you want me to turn that down? Bro, she's sending Okay, you- so if you was in an open relationship and with Jada and Rihanna was just like, I can't handle it anymore. You gonna leave Jada for Rihanna? Handle what? Handle being in an open relationship no more. She oh, wanna count on to herself. Talking about handling that guy. Handling that. <laughs> Nick, where is your mind? Oh, I would I would respectfully tell Jada that um I've met the woman that I loved and that we just gonna you know we gonna have to part ways honestly because it's for y'all. Uh, I think you know what I think at the end of the day when it comes to open relationships, uh, I don't think any of us on the pod are open to it. We're not knocking. Open to it. You open. I just, I'm oh. just not gonna do it. Oh, 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 oh! You open. Oh, <laughs> not in, not in, not in my age. If I was younger, maybe if I was like in middle. I mean, not middle, but what like in high older? school or college. What if you're older? What if you're older? What if you be? What if you get like fifty? If I was still single. Oh, if I'm eighty-five, yeah. No, no, no. I said, what if you're fifty-five and you still married? Well, it depends. We'd have to have a conversation. Oh man, y'all crazy. Wait, what did you just ask him? No, I said if if I because he said he's not with it now, but I asked him if he would be like fifty five. You know what I'm saying? Would he be? Because he said he's not opposed. Calvin said he's not opposed to the open relationship. Calvin said he'll get a. I think it right could work. Now. I think it could work for the right people. I know for me and mine, it it just would never. probably As for me and my house, <laughs> no. Man, y'all crazy. 
Okay, so so if you so if Tara was like, you know, Nick, nope, I've been thinking no, about trying to. No, sir, no, sir, no, sir, no, sir, no, sir. Well, who's to say we not in a hopeful relationship? Mm. I bet you won't. I bet you won't call her out here and, and say that. Breaking break news. So I can send you this, Allie. I'm about to text her right now. I got you. <laughs> Y'all crazy. <laughs> Is she right there in the kitchen still? No, she not. She, that's hey, why hey, you. Hey, that's hey, why you not saying that. Hey, hey, we do that every week here on the Push Up Podcast. Oh, see, I'm telling. <laughs> Clap it up one time, um, Sierra. An amazing topic again. I can't tell y'all how much I appreciate my co-host. I have the best co-host of the world, uh, Famous Phyllis. Man, what up, Real Rage? What's good? What's good? It's your boy Famous on another week's Road Rage, and. This week, I kind of wanted to talk about something. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really, you know what? I don't, I don't know how to explain this, but boom, here we go. So, y'all know I went viral the other day on Twitter. And Tell the people the, what you went viral for. So the 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 tweet was. Hold on, I'm I'm gonna go through it. Uh, the the somebody tweeted if you just won thirty million dollars and your mama left eye cost twenty nine million dollars what are you doing and so I retweeted it and I said she's seen enough funny as fuck this this shit just went crazy out of nowhere now tell, now tell how many people how many likes and retweets you got it's got twenty four thousand retweets and one hundred and twenty nine thousand likes yeah that's viral. And so it's not the tweet itself that I wanted to talk about, right? Because I think most people would be like, yo, I mean, the nigga not lying, you know what I'm saying? But nigga, I got a lot of DMs from people. And it was like, like kind of like hate mail. Like people were like, what? imagine saying, so this is a word for word. Imagine saying you won't spend 29 million on your mama when she would spend 100 million for you. And I was like, damn. Spicy, like people was upset. So, well, some people were upset, right? Yeah. And so, one thing I wanted to talk about was how how does this work in terms of life in general? We know that our family has given us a lot growing up, right? Yeah. Probably give us a shirt off their backs if they could at any point in time in our lives. How do we, as the children, give back in the equivalent way? Or are we, are we, um, what's the word? Ah, oh, I just lost the word because I just, I lost the word. Damn it. Damn it. It's because I'm looking at y'all. I need to stop looking at y'all. Oh, are we expected? Is it our duty to give back in the same capacity that our parents gave to us back to our parents as we, we grow older? Because the way I look at it, right? I definitely would love to give my mom a lot of the things that she gave me and my sister growing up, you know, my dad as well. But I don't know when I'm going to get to that point to be able to give all of that back or in what capacity I'd be able to give it back. And I think that um, there's a lot of things in, in on social media that makes you feel like, Oh, you know, if you didn't do this, then you're really not, you're not doing for your parents like you should. Mm-hmm. But should I feel obligated to have to give to my parents for doing what they were supposed to do with me anyway? Right? Like, mm-hmm. should should I feel obligated? Should you applaud a fish for swimming? Right. Should I feel obligated to give back to my family for be, or my parents for being great parents? That, but, I, but, I, but I don't know if that's the case, though. 
But what do you know. mean? What do you mean? Because they are, they're supposed to be parents. Like, yeah. you're not supposed to be anything else. Granted, I know there's a lot of terrible parents out there, right, right, but right. am I supposed to say, you know what? When I get this $100 million check, I'm supposed to break my parents off some? I mean, my I feel nigga, like I, respectfully. I mean, my nigga, what yeah. we talking about? Yeah. I mean, what, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, what we talking about, bro? First off, you're not here without coming out of you know what. Right. Say it. Okay. No, you didn't say every cuss word in the no. world, and you okay. can't say vagina. You, you, you came out of the vagina on what, December 27th? 29th. Jesus, it'd be My your mom's 27th. You, you came out of your mom's vagina. On December 29th. Damn, she had you two days after her birthday? On on 19 what? 92. 92. And how long were you on labor for? Probably like eight, nine hours, I think. All right, so listen. Oh, yeah, that's true. You was in the the belly for nine months. You came out. How much did you weigh? Like nine pounds, 10 ounces. And she pushed you out? You was a big-ass baby. I was a C-section, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. She ain't, but that's worse. C-sections are worse because they got to get yeah. cut open. Calvin was a big-ass baby. Now, <laughs> now, now, I was nine pounds. Now, not only were you nine months, right, in the womb, uh-huh. you also were 18 years of a fucking headache. My nigga, you wasn't you wasn't all peachy cream. What's that? Eighteen all, years of headache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wasn't all peachy creamy of a year. So what? Cause, cause this is how I view it. Yes. Do I feel like when I get that big check, when I when I get that big, you know that that number that made me call the 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 y'all know y'all got that check that's gonna make y'all call home to mama and be like, mama I made it. Right, y'all know y'all y'all know what that number is. Y'all know when y'all land that job. Y'all y'all back in school. I'm going back to school. Yep. Y'all are, y'all are working on things. Y'all know that if either one of y'all individual projects, whether it be this podcast or it be something else that you're working on, landed a big time deal, who is one of the first people you gonna call? You gonna call Calvin? Go call fiance. He's going to call his best friend, and then he's going to call his damn mama and daddy. And he knows that. <laughs> and he knows that. And he knows that's the order it's going to go in. Sierra, that's cool. Assume, that's cool. I would, I would assume it's the same for you. And guess, yeah. what's, and guess what's going to happen? Guess what's going to happen? You just land that deal. When you get that direct deposit in that account, you see them zeros? And you see them zeros. Guess who going out to dinner first? It ain't going to be your damn friends. It ain't going to be the friend group. It's going to be mama and daddy. It's, gonna it's not, not going to be mom and dad, though. They're going to get their meal. Don't get me wrong. But they're not going to get their meal first? How you how you here, bro? How you here? How, how, how you here? You made it. You made it to where you at without them. I cannot applaud them. a fish for swimming. So you're saying that you wouldn't break your mama off if you got a big lump of course, Of course I would. Of course I would. I'm, I'm just speaking hypothetically. Like, like... Would it be wrong if I didn't know? You know what I'm saying? Like it wouldn't you be right. Your, but you get twenty mil. You can't even give your mama a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Does she need it? Does she really? Yes. Your mama got bills. Your mama probably want to pay off her house. She probably want to pay off her car. True. Hey, hey, now, listen. Now, now everybody ain't gonna get a hundred mil. I said a hundred thousand. I know a hundred thousand, but every, every everybody ain't gonna everybody not gonna get that twenty million dollar check and be able to break that mama off a hundred thousand. 
I know everybody in this talking on the FaceTime. But hundred thousand or twenty mil is nothing compared. Like that's that's if I get twenty million dollars, I'm giving my mom a, a, not a huge chunk of it, but I'm gonna give my mom a couple mil. Well, well, well. Everybody, listen here. We're black young millennials. This is Tune, the academic speaking. Make sure you take care of your finances and pay off all your debts. Make sure your credit is okay, and then worry about mom and dad. You know, take it, take it, take care. Of what you if, need you get mil, if you get twenty mil, if you get twenty mil, if you get twenty million dollars tomorrow, and you have that much debt that you have to worry about, then that's a one. That's a huge problem. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm saying, like, if I get twenty mil, like me breaking my mom off a couple mil, and I still have eighteen million left. Then that's. Do you owe? You, oh, so let me ask you: Do you owe your parents? Do, do I owe, owe them? Do you owe your parents? I wouldn't Bottom necessarily line. say that Bottom I owe them, I but out of respect for them and all the things that they've done for me, I would give back to them. What number? Everybody hypothetically give a number. How much money have your parents won? Cumulative. Shit. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> How much have they cumulative? given to you like hey mom can i get five dollars here mom can i get ten dollars here if i i could and, I, and, and the student on me student it's spent on you it's high school i can't count my student i can't count my student loans because i pay for my schooling okay so everything right, so that i got eliminate. in school i okay, incur by myself okay okay so eliminate let's take 30 seconds out the womb to the day that you turned 18. how much money do you think that they spent on you Jesus. And all my listeners, I want all my listeners right now to take a take a moment, Paul. It's more than 180,000, Cal. Cal. You're lying. Oh, look, 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 look. Listen, listen, listen. I'm telling I'm telling you why. Okay, listen. Hear me out. Hear me out. I want to know what kind of fucking funk. The way, my, the way I came up with that number was that I roughly say, you know, I think my parents probably spent on me collectively about ten thousand dollars a year for 10, 18 000, years ten thousand dollars a year is, is that i think that's, that's a that's general, but it has not number. when you're older the older you get the more I, money you spend no, I, now, so, now 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 i'll but, give calvin that i'll give him that because ten thousand a year is a you lot. mean to tell me that you really think that they spent only a hundred and eighty thousand on you and from, from, from think, think about from birth to birth to think about think about Every when you were a baby, all the yeah. clothes, all the diapers, all the formula, everything they needed for you, clothes as you got older, shoes as you got older, school yeah, supplies, school, ten, ten school supplies, ten thousand a year max, and that's not even including the extracurriculars of you asking for money Wait, when you needed to go somewhere. But Sierra, let me ask you this. Let, Sierra, let me ask you this. Do you honestly think that you're paying like for real on, on on a year per capita basis, January one to December thirtieth? In one year, your parents spent over ten thousand. Now, I will say, my senior year of high school, my parents spent ten thousand dollars, at least that on me. Now, now that is, you know, the health. You that when I say cumulative, I mean all this shit. You're not doing shit when you are a kid. You are one to eighteen. Literally, I mean, yeah. Shout out to the little part-time job you got working at the Dairy Queen. The, the little school. part-time job. The, don't the, don't belittle these kids out no, there working no, no, hard. No, 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 no. You got your little job. Yeah, shout, out your little, shout out to your little $400 a month. All right. Shout out to that. Cool. But what I'm saying is when you think about what they actually give you, 
I would err on the side that ten thousand would sound about now. But ten thousand is a lot, though. That's eight hundred and thirty-three dollars a month that they spent on me, and I know they didn't. But I'm t- I'm thinking of if I had to average out all of my eighteen years. Yo, this is a good ass question. I'm gonna ask, if my, I, I'm gonna ask my parents. Yeah, if I had to average out all my eighteen years, when I think about some of the years that I did didn't need sports? them as much. Did y'all did y'all yes. play sports? Yeah. So are y'all factoring in the are y'all are y'all factoring the commutes that your parents made to take you yes. to and from places? That's, what, that's what I'm all about. of that stuff. Yes. That, 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 that's why I said. That's why I said. If you really think about it now, what, Calvin, what's ten thousand times twelve? One hundred twenty thousand. One hundred twenty thousand, right? Uh-huh. Now, I okay. Ten thousand might be a little high. No, it's okay. not, bro. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Because if you think about it, no, no, bro. Think about this though. You because you're saying ten thousand dollars a year, right? right? Yeah. I'm not saying that every year was the same. No, I know, but I know, I know, I know, I know. But, on average, on average, I'll say it like this. Average. I'll say it like this. As a child, as a baby, as an infant. Yeah. It probably was well over ten thousand because you got doctor bills, hospital bills, um, food. Oh, like ten thousand at the womb. Your, yeah, your, your birth is your birth is right. So that's why when I say ten thousand a year, yeah, my 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 seventeenth to eighteenth year might have only been like three four thousand, but in in totality, about the other years that I might have had, yeah. I think it probably has been around ten thousand a year. Yeah, I, I, so if I get my twenty two mil, Sierra, I'm only give a hundred eighty. That's it. That's all you get. Wow. So you can pay. So you can pay. So you can pay Sally May her interest, but you can't pay your mama hers. Listen, if I give them a little interest, let me see how much how much interest they need. Wait, you know, about twenty thousand, they get two hundred thousand. All right. All right. So hypothetically, because uh, everybody talks about this, and this is a big thing in our community, when you touch your first meal, all right. Everybody talks about touching their first meal, and what I believe that to be is touching your first meal means. You have officially seen, not cumulative, but you wake up in the morning and you officially see the seven million in your or seven million, the million dollars in your bank account. That that's the day that a lot of people love. To, like that's a that's a uh, a landmark moment for a lot of people in their lives. When you hit that moment, how much on day one do you think that you are going to break off to your parents? You've hit the million. What what is it on day one? Like you're not even giving it to you're not even gonna give it 24 hours. In that first day, you're gonna take care of whatever it is that you need to take care of. But what are you gonna do with your parents on day one with that first million? I probably give my mom like fifty thousand, hundred thousand. Okay. Out of my first meal? Yeah. They can, get a, they can get about a 10K check. You know what I'm saying? They, wow, Calvin. They don't need that much, see? Like, <laughs> but you have 900000 left over. That's more than enough for you. Right, listen, I got stuff to pay. <laughs> what do you have to pay that's going to be put any type of... I got to get a Maserati. I got to wow. get me a new house. First, you got you to get you a lawyer. That's number one. <laughs> Fuck a lawyer. I'll be good. All right. I got I got a wife as a lawyer. You know what? For me, I think I would probably say, uh, what's the area? You said fifty? Fifty to a hundred thousand. You said ten. Ten. Bro, they don't need fifty K of my hope my first meal, bro. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go twenty five. I'm gonna go in between y'all. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in the middle. I'm gonna be in the middle, y'all. My first Sierra, my first ever million and you take it. 
50,000 from me, 100,000. But you have 900,000. Yeah. Sierra, that's 10%. Yeah. 10%. But yeah. you have 900,000. Yo, Sierra, yo, Sierra going 500,000 off the top. Yo, Sierra said, hey, mama, I love you. This is you. Hey, for real, bro. Hey. Y'all ain't shit, and I hope y'all mama, mama hit this podcast. Yo, mama, listen, if you, if, if you listen to this podcast, I'm going to break y'all something nice. Y'all already got a nice-ass house. You about to retire, all this stuff. What do you y'all, need from Toon? You don't need nothing from Toon. I mean, I'm going to pay for Listen, I'll pay for every vacation for the next year. All right? Anything. Because what, what's, the wor- what's the worst that bill could do? That bill That's what crazy. you think. That's what you think. And then your your mom could be like, well, I want to stay two months in Barbados. <laughs> I want everything you paid for. Two months, mom. Two months? Yo, hey, hey, man, listen. Shout would y'all give y'all friends anything? Oh, I would give now, them now, a little something. Now, 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 niggas ain't no. <laughs> I'm going to say y'all niggas ain't getting not No. Friends, yeah. First off, we already pushing it with our parents. All right. Now, now. All right. Well, I'll take that back. Give all my friends a dub. I would like a hundred. I would give my friends a little something. A hundred what? Hundred dollars. First off, Calvin, 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 hundred thousand dollars that I give him is is my hundred thousand dollars too. So I'm not worried about. I know you, what. I know you know what, what you're gonna need to pay me once <laughs> that time comes. Don't worry. <laughs> oh yeah, we already know. We not talking about this on the podcast. But uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, my friends. You said how much you gonna give your friends? Hundred dollars, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Give them a little dub. It'd be all right. See, how much you give your friends? I would probably give. Um, hmm. If I had, if I got a one meal. Hmm. I I give my friends five k easily. Yo. Oh, you're wild. You're wild. Especially you're wild. my best friend. Especially my best friend. I'm definitely investing into her business. I'm an equal opportunity type person. Hundred dollars is good. I mean, that's fine. But listen, this is what you just did. How many friends you got? I have that's people that I really call no, that no, I would no, give no, money no, to. Yeah, that I would give no, money just to. Just pick a number. No, 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 just no, no, pick no. a number. Three. I have three solid friends that I would give money to. That's Fifteen thousand plus the fifty that you already given to mom and dad. How and I still have nine hundred and something left. All right. All right. I might. I mean, I'm not. Disagreeing. Y'all are really stingy. What about you? What about your brother and your sister? Okay. And then your cousins. And then your pops. I would uh-huh. give my I would give my brothers and sisters something, but I'm not going all down the family and give cousins and shit stuff. That's what you think until they. No, especially I took care of you for twenty years. Wait, Who so, did? Wait, so you giving brother and sister five k off the top like you did the friends? Or you giving them know. more because they brother and sister? You got to get them at least twenty. You give them 10, 15, No, I don't have to yeah. give them. Shit, you gotta I'm give gonna a piece. You know how many siblings I have? No, I have. There's ten of us. That's exactly why they're getting a hundred dollars a piece. That's really. That's, that's really all my friends spending. need. That's I'm, I'm, a, it ain't that money. I'm shit. I'm, I'm shit talking. I probably am gonna be a little generous, but my generosity is gonna be met with some veracity. And I, hey, look, if if I give any of my friends shit, what hey, does veracity mean, Nick? Um, you know. Anyway, uh, shout out to that topic from <laughs> uh, famous. 
We do every single week. I, I, yeah, I hate say, this I, man, I, bro. I, I, I would love to continue this conversation because that was good. That was a great topic. I, I would love. I, this is a topic that's going to carry on. When I see my mom tomorrow, I'm going to please ask her, ask her and tell her to let yeah, me know. Y'all, y'all ask y'all moms what y'all think that y'all. No, for real. Ask mom and daddy what they think y'all owe them. Like, keep a realistic number of what you think that they owe, uh, that, that you owe them. And we'll, and we'll come back and tell y'all on the podcast. But uh, hashtag talk about it. It is your boy, too. Last topic of the evening. I won't hold y'all too long. I know we've been talking. Uh, but I do want to have this conversation. Uh, this is really a broad conversation, but it, it it's centered in a few different things. But basically, the topic I really do want to center on is uh, – the NBA is scheduled to come back on November 30th. Uh, November 30th. What the fuck am I July 30th. July 30th. I'm sorry. And um, if you guys don't know what the bottle is or have been living under a bubble, we're in the midst of corona. So sports living are, under a bubble. So sports are scheduled to come back. And, you know, they are trying to plan out how we are going to have sports come back. And the plan that the NBA has, not to bore you guys to death with the details, is to bring everybody in this bubble in Orlando and at the end of July, nobody come in or out while they finish out the season. Well, uh, a famous commentator of ours and a favorite commentator of ours, Mr. Stephen A. Smith, made a very good point about how these men will not obey to that rule because these men will not go a month without some nookie from their wives or their girlfriends, right? Or their mistresses or their hoes. Or their mistresses or... or whatever, right? So I don't really want to spend too long on that. If you're interested in Stephen A's topic on that, uh, Google first take Stephen A NBA ball plays to be the first thing to come up. But my ultimate question is, is when it comes to being in a relationship, how serious <laughs> do you guys believe you're scheduling to be in importance when it comes to the health of your relationship? For example, if the both said- of you if the both of you work at nine to five, that means you guys both go in at nine, you get off at five, you're off on the weekends, right? The both of you. If one works at nine to five and one works third shift, then you don't see that individual pretty much ever at all during the weekday, weekends, or whatever because of the shift. Mm-hmm. You guys think that that is a uh, how much of a detriment do you believe that to be to a relationship? Or do you guys believe that there could be a thing at all in regards to, again, the health and status of a relationship? Like, how much is scheduling important to you and the time you spend with your city? You know? It's very important. I feel, like, I feel like it's not a detriment if you don't put the time in to make time. Like, it, it, it won't be seen as a detriment if you guys have the same views on it. So, like, say, for example, if I'm with a dude, if I'm with a dude, he works, we work the same schedule, you know, and we get home, we're super tired, but, you know, we don't really get to spend that quality time because we work all the time. If we both have the, the mindset of, I really want to spend time with my, my person, I want to you know, make sure we're getting in that quality time. If we both, if we view that as important and we view that as we see it, like we know that we work and we know we need that quality time, we're going to make time for it. I feel like if you have two people in a relationship like that versus one person not seeing it, seeing it as a big deal 
and the other one saying we don't spend a lot of quality time together because we're always working. I feel like that's the difference because a lot of people will say, oh, I see you every day in passing and that's good enough for them. On the other hand, you got people that's like, it's not good enough for me because I haven't really spent genuine quality time with you Monday through Friday. I don't know what your day has been like. We haven't talked about that. We haven't had some to really relax and unwind after work together. Like we haven't had quality time. So a lot of people will have a problem with that. But some people are just like, I see you. We live together, especially if we live together. I see you every day. I go to bed next to you every night. That's enough. So you have to, it's all about what kind of headspace your partner and you are in and what you guys come to an agreement on. If you guys see it the same way or if you guys don't see it the same way, where can you come to a happy medium where it's like your needs are getting met and my needs are getting met? Because if somebody's needs aren't getting met, then somebody's going to end up not being happy. Calvin, I want to know your take on this because I, I have a lot to say. Um, it's interesting that you brought that up, Sierra, because like, for instance, with me and Etienne, right, I will tell her, like, yeah, like, we live together. Like, I see you every day. Like, I, I literally see you every day. I talk to you every day. I'm, I'm with but you. But I feel like, but do y'all, don't y'all do little stuff? Like, y'all cook together? Y'all, I mean, yeah, but there, there are times, but there are times that we're very, very busy and that I work or like a day like this, I worked 11 to 8 and then I have to do the podcast and even though, you know, I bought us dinner or whatever, but I wasn't able to eat with her. And so when I finish this podcast, now I'm going to go back in there. I'm not going to play the game tonight. So kudos to me. Y'all should shout me out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to play the game tonight. I'm going to just chill with her yeah. and, and spend that quality time. But for me, Sierra, I'm the type of person that I don't always have to have the quality time to feel loved, which we've talked about this when, when it comes to like love, um, languages. love languages. And so, Going back to your original point, though, Toon, I know these niggas ain't going to follow the protocol because mm-hmm. obviously some of these guys haven't been without their woman in a very long time. And so mm-hmm. you're talking about possibly three to four months without them. So, the first, so for people that don't know, the first month in this uh, transition into the season, they will be without their wives and family. After the first month is when they would then be able to bring in people into the Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's how that will go. Um, well, yeah, and and I think I think like just you know expanding the conversation on it. Yeah, there are different levels of relationships, and there's different expectations of what some people would want them relationship. So I don't expect for Jr. Smith is Jr. Smith's girlfriend to react the same way as Savannah James with LeBron James not being gone for a month. You know, actually, you're actually speaking into my point. Continue. And so. Um, I think I think when you think about the the quality of the relationship, that's probably the biggest factor in any of this. But um, even with that, it's just it, it's hard to maintain certain things when you're not around the same people, and that not only just like intimately, but like even with your friends. Like I can't do the same things I used to do with like Nick and them because I'm not in Greensboro anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like if I do, I have to schedule it out. I have to. Like be very meticulous about. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go over to Nick's house. It's not just a ten minute drive, five minute drive. I have to get my shit together and then go over there. So yeah, you, you know what? To, to everybody's point here, and 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 I love everybody's opinion. I believe that the schedule is a cop out. Um, I, 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 but and this speaks to Sierra's point. 
because when Sierra asked you, Calvin, yeah, like I like Calvin and Issa, like I know y'all got crazy schedules, but y'all still do like cute things together, right? Like y'all still cook together, things like that. that. Like that's the point where the schedule then becomes null and void to the conversation of being a cop out about it not being matching up with what it may align. Because I could have the most craziest schedule in the world, but if I know that even with that, I'm still making time to call my girl. I'm still making time to do the things that I need, you know, to do the things in the home or like on the times that I'm off, I'm not just sitting around like that. No, like I'm like, I'm not just playing the game, but like uh-huh. I can play the game, but I can also fucking, I can clean up the crib, you know what I'm saying? And make sure that you come home too, you know, or I know when I'm off, you're cooking all the time. I can cook. There are things that can happen where a schedule conflict with the amount of time that you see each other does not detriment the relationship. Now, I do see where there could be conflict. If I work a nine to five and all you do is work third shift and we've been doing this for some years and it's just been a cumulative of the fact that like I never see you, right? I can understand where that's a detriment. But this is a caveat that I wanted to throw at you all. We both brought up the NBA. These cats are going to be in a bubble for a few months. What if I told you that while I'm in this bubble, I'm in here actually doing my job to make us these millions to live the lifestyle that you live when we're not in this bubble, right? So you are complaining about the time that you spend with me because you don't see me that much, but yet you're in a mansion and you are living comfortably in a situation in which you don't have to even consider working because the work that I am putting in is being able to provide for our situation for you to live as comfortably as you are. Sierra and Yale, the woman in the room, are you willing to sacrifice your man's hustle, right? for the time that you guys have together for the lifestyle that you have said on this podcast and many a times, the Mm -hmm. lifestyle that you're trying to live. I wouldn't necessarily say sacrifice, but I would be understanding if we weren't able to spend as much time as I would like because he was pursuing something. Like if you're making excuses, like, I'm a bit, one of my biggest pet peeves is when, and I have dated somebody like this where I would express like, Hey, we don't have time. We don't spend a lot of time together. I haven't seen you, especially like dating people that weren't in the same city as me. And it's just like a brush off the shoulder. You know what I mean? They weren't doing anything. They didn't have nothing to do. They just didn't want to make the time. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't anything important going on because they would be with their friends or they would be, you know, doing stuff, the other stuff. (laughs) And so if I have a man that's like genuinely pursuing something and I see the fruits of his labor, I can tell he's putting in the work and I can tell he's being truthful. He's communicating. All I ask for is communication. Yeah. All I ask for is communication. So it would be hard for me. I can't sit back and say, you know, it's, it's it would be easy for me because quality time is my love language. Um, but if I have someone that's communicating with me and willing to just make time where he has time, then I'd be willing to support support that and continue to work on the relationship and build the relationship. 
Um, Calvin, I know uh, because, and I think this, so me and my girl had a very in-depth conversation about this last night because it was very, we had watched a documentary on something. I won't go into details about the doc, but it, it, it was very important. And I want to bring you into this, Calvin, because I feel like me and you have similar aspirations for what we want to achieve. Uh-huh. And those types of aspirations require us to be potentially away from our significant others at time, like, cause that's what we're talking about. It, it, it required, it requires us to sacrifice time, sacrifice time for things that we're ultimately trying to achieve. I'm sorry guys. Um, but I, I, I just want to know one, I know it was a little bit more prevalent early on in y'all's relationship than it is potentially now. But at that time, like, how do you feel like for somebody that may be going through it now to help navigate them through that? Or if you feel like, okay, so I've been there, done that. And I feel like it's going to happen again. Like, how do you get through the fact that like, I'm not seeing my significant other as much, but as a man, we like, as a man, our whole role is to provide. Right. And Sierra can correct me if I'm wrong. I really do want to hear Calvin's take on this, but it's like, I'm here to provide, but I can't provide if I'm sitting at the crib, scratching my balls all day, you know what I'm saying? Watching Netflix. And so I'm sacrificing, I'm sacrificing. Sorry, damn, I can't get that out. Struggling with sacrifice. Yeah, I know. I'm struggling with sacrifice. I'm sacrificing that time to be able to provide a type of lifestyle even though we may not be there yet because, you know, the fruits of my fruition have not come about yet. The fruits of your fruition. I don't think that's the right word right there, but we're going to go with it. We're going to go with it. Yeah, we're not, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. Like The uh, fruits of your labor. The fruits of my labor may not have showed themselves out to be right now, but you got to understand that that's where I'm getting to. Calvin, I want you to elaborate, and then Sierra, I want to hear your the, the woman's take on that perspective from a guy. Um, I was just gonna say it, it was a bit of a struggle when we first started dating because I felt like I was always ripping and running and doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, to to elevate my level of work that I was trying to do. Excuse me. Now, I think what happened over time because we did stay together is that she learned more about me and my process of what I was trying to do. So she respected it more. She still didn't like certain aspects of it. Um, and that's part of what I had to grow. I had to learn not to be so selfish to only think about what I wanted in life, but also to think about like how this affects her, um, her and I relationship. And so now I feel like there's way more of a balance I think there's way more structure, but um, now it's a different vice. Like, like now it's not really just the whole entrepreneurial thing. It's more of like, I like to play the game a lot, which she bought me. Mm-hmm. So now I have to balance that as well as school, as well as yeah. entrepreneurial life and work. And so trying to do all those things and juggle them, it's like you have to pick your poison. You have to yeah. sacrifice things on your own. And you just have to realize, like, at the end of the day, I'm trying to be with her. So there are going to be some things we have to compromise on. Yeah. Before, Sierra, before you go, Calvin, you uh, had indicated the sacrifices that you had to make. Do you feel that your It's sacrifice- hurting your ears too, Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> we, we almost done, y'all. Uh, the sacrifices that you had to make, 
uh, do you feel like are different versus your perspective versus hers? Like, do you think the roles would be reversed or your views would be different if your fiance was out ripping and running all the time and you may have not been like, you may be at the house? Like, do you feel like as a man that's different than versus a woman being in that position? Or do you just feel like um, it's general across the board? I think it's pretty general. I mean, because, okay. yeah, I think I think whatever I'm doing and, and saying could still apply to Sierra. Like, it's in a different way, but, I mean, she's still an entrepreneur in her own right, as well as doing, you know, work and relationship and whatever else she's, like, interested in. Yeah. So there's I, – I, I can't say it's just me as being a man or just being the man in this relationship. I think she she would do the same or something similar, or you know, to accomplish what we've got now. Sierra, final take? Ask the question to Calvin, because so much has been said. I'm just trying well, to gather my thoughts. So, so, I mean, ask the, uh, the question that I'm supposed to be answering. Can so, you repeat the question? So, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. With, long story short, with the concept of you being in a relationship and your significant other being away, Right, mm-hmm. and being mm-hmm. in that time, how do you feel you should compromise at all? Like, do you feel like you should compromise in this situation of understanding? I feel like you just have to find what works for you and that person, to be honest. I feel like whoever you're in a relationship with, y'all just got to figure out what works for y'all. For me, my, my, my relationship, I'm dating a person that's in a whole other state. So I already don't see the person. Person. So we have to make time throughout the day to talk on the phone or FaceTime. We text pretty frequently. Sometimes there may be days where our work schedules clash. Like, prime example, I work typically eight to five every day. Next week, he works later in the day. So by the time he gets off work, I may be going to sleep. You know what I mean? So we have to just make time where we have time. And of course, we schedule trips and stuff like that when we can. But we have to find stuff that works for us. Like we make, we have virtual dates, like movie nights and stuff like that. Yeah, and see, that's and go. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so we we really find what works for us, yeah. while also giving each other that space to still have me time, even though we don't see each other all the time. Every single one of our conversations tonight, I feel like could have extended much more than the time that was allotted, which is what I appreciate from everyone. Uh, I would love to elaborate, but I will go ahead and clap it up for everybody in their time tonight. Uh, yes, sir. We had, we had a really good podcast tonight. Uh, shout out to the Push to Start podcast. Sierra Danielle, what will you be doing with the beautiful people this week? School work. Yeah. 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 Real quick, I know you said this, and this is completely off random. Somebody I probably should have guessed up. Shout out to Kanye fucking West. I mean, I mean, I don't. Did I did I talk about Kanye last week? I don't think if I did. No. What do you do? Uh. So long story short, Kanye made a ten-year, multi-million-dollar deal with the Gap. Which is where oh, he, yeah. which is where he worked at when he was a teenager and got fired for sh- stealing from the Gap, and now twenty thirty years later has made a multi million dollar deal with the Gap to sell the Yeezy brand clothing line. 
That's uh, crazy. Pair, which is insane. Talk about talk about full <laughs> circle. Talk about a full like that is insane, bro. Like like again, I know we had our I know we had our moments with Ye. Uh me and Calvin are huge Kanye fans. Sierra, I know you was really on the fence with Ye uh, whenever he was doing what he was doing. I know me and Calvin was still riding, but I, I really do want to shout out Kanye West, bro, because what he is doing is the is what me and Calvin have loved Kanye for. You go and look five years ago, he says what he wants to do and everybody thinks he's crazy. And then six years later, it comes to fruition. Like that is what he does. And so I just want to shout that out real quick. Uh, Calvin, what you doing this weekend? Um, don't judge. <laughs> yeah, mine is, mine is a judge thing too, but I'm not, I can't say mine. I'm getting on a boat Friday. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. First off, first off, Calvin, for those that didn't hear that, he's getting on a boat. How many people are going to be on the boat? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you don't even know? Oh, that's trash as fuck. It's trash. But, uh, but, but, yeah. we, we still going to be, you know, uh, <laughs> decent. We're, we're not celebrating 4th of July, by the way. We're celebrating somebody's birthday. Okay. Wait, wait. Who's uh? What, for, you don't give me the details. Uh, where? What lake are you going on? I think Lake Norman. Norman. Okay, I'll be there. In Charlotte. We'll, we'll talk off air. We'll talk off air. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk off air. Uh, your boy Tune. You will if you follow me at DJ Nicktoon. I can't say it on the podcast. You'll see where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, you'll see where, at DJ Nick Two Instagram DJ N I C K T U N E. That's at DJ N I C K T U N E. You'll see where I'm at. I can't announce it here on the pod, but you'll just see what I'm doing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we love you. Can't wait to see you next week. Have a beautiful Fourth of July weekend. We're not celebrating Fourth of July. We're just celebrating that we have a day off. That's all we do. That's you know right. Man? So uh, shout out to that. We love y'all. Have a very safe weekend. Peace out. Peace.